Sitting on the front porch on a summer afternoon In a straight back chair on two legs Leaned against the wall Hello, hello. My name is Matthew Castro, and you are listening to The Weekly Briefing with Dr. Castro, a weekly podcast helping you read the news with Christian eyes. Thank you for joining me on my first episode of The Weekly Briefing. The title is inspired by the great Dr. Al Mohler, who president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. You can hear that I emphasize the, the, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, where I am a former grad. He's a hero of mine, and the reason I have been a Wall Street Journal subscriber for the past few years, actually. So this podcast will attempt to present a weekly commentary on news events to help the church, to help you as Christians read the news with Christian eyes. So let's not delay, and let's get started reading the news. If you are like many others who do not know, let me be the first to inform you that there is an Olympics going on in Beijing, China right now. A Winter Olympics in China, to be more precise, we are in day 12 at the time of this recording of 16 days of winter sports consisting of figure skating, alpine skiing, snowboarding, bobsledding, speed skating, and everyone's favorite game, curling, and many others. I know many in America are not fans of the Winter Olympics. I prefer the Winter Olympics actually over the Summer Olympics due to my love of all things skiing and snow, but... And many that are of the European countries, especially in the Northern European countries like Sweden and Norway and Finland and Denmark and uh, some other European countries. The Winter Olympics is actually one of the, it's like the, our Super Bowl. Uh, their greatest athletes are showcased in sports like skiing and speed skating. But the story of these Olympics are not the athletes or the medal count, but rather the location of the said Olympics. China has been a hotbed of human rights violations over, this, over the last several years, but more recently in, in the Yugui uh, province among the minority Muslims, especially, and in Hong Kong and Tibet, I can go on and on, the different areas and different people groups that the Chinese government has violated. But uh, China's leader, uh, Xi Jinping, and Putin have become dictatorial pals as Putin stores up allies as he prepares to potentially invade the Ukraine. So the backdrop of these Olympics is human rights violations in China and Russian aggression into Eastern Europe. While the Olympics are traditionally and philosophically a ceremony of peace among nations and uh, the great, their greatest athletes, instead of destroying one another in bloody war, nations compete peacefully on the ice and in the snow. That moment may seem lost right now as the IOC famous foolishly chose to place this ceremony, this symbol of peace in a nation that crushes the human spirit in its own country and beyond and aligns itself with Russia's destructive plans. Uh, several countries in the West refused to send government delegation to Beijing for the Olympic Games while still sending athletes, of course. This includes the United States. White House Press Secretary Jean Pusick uh, on December the 6th, 2021, said at her press briefing, the Biden administration will not send any diplomatic or official representation to the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics and Paralympic Games given China's ongoing genocide and crimes against humanity. 
and other human rights abuses. The athletes on Team USA have our full support. We'll be behind them 100% as we cheer them on from home. We will not be contributing to the fanfare of the games. U.S. diplomatic or official representation could treat these games as business as usual in the face of China's egregious human rights abuses and atrocities in Xinjiang, and we simply can't do that. So in the Wall Street Journal last week, uh, Daniel Hinninger uh, wrote an article uh, entitled "Needless." Uh, and I don't know about needing to that Americans need to turn off the Olympics. He writes, "Needless to say, I won't be watching the Winter Olympics in China, where it's winter, winter, where it's winter every day for the human spirit." Let me state that this is not the first time the IOC has blundered the placing of the Olympic Games. Before this Olympics and the 2008 Beijing Summer Olympics, Hitler was able to showcase the Nazi regime in Germany to the world in 1936 Summer Olympics, where the great American sprinter Jesse Owens stole the show. The Chinese government is no better than Hitler's Nazis of the 30s and the 40s. Both are anti-democratic that without conscience forsake people's rights to life. However, China continues to be accepted with open arms and blind eyes to human rights violations by the IOC, the NBA, Hollywood, and other corporate uh, institutions of America. In a recent article in the, in, in the Wall Street Journal's business section, Hollywood has gone so far to not offend the Chinese government that they have actually changed scripts of movies. Let me give an example. In 2008, there was uh, talks about remaking an 80s classic called Red Dawn by MGM. And MGM in the, in the, in the original script uh, of this movie, uh, China was actually going to be the main villain of the movie. In the original 1984 version of Red Dawn, the Soviet Union was the villain of the movie. Uh, this was kind of presented this alternate universe that uh, during World War III, uh, the Soviet Union invaded the U.S., only to be pushed back by American uh, teenagers living in Colorado. Uh, so in this new version, this 2008 version, and the replacement was going to be the Chin Chinese were going to be the replacement for the Soviet Union. Uh, as we know, the Chinese government is a communistic government, just like the Soviet Union was in the 80s. So this updated version, like I said, the, Chinese, the communist Chinese were going to be the natural choice to be the villains for a new updated version of Red Dawn. However, pressures in China of boycotting the movie led to a rewrite and a new villain. And that new villain was the mighty North Koreans. So you'd see the power that the Chinese government has affecting even Hollywood rewriting their scripts. Uh, William uh, Gostin uh, writes in the Wall Street Journal talking about China in his article, The New Axis of Autocracy. So the U.S. and its allies now face an axis of autocracy stretching from the Baltic to the Pacific. What Russia and China have in common now is more important than what has divided them in the past. They both are determined to regain territory they believe is rightly theirs. While China has, has and threatens to continue to invade the sovereignty of nations, the IOC and others overlook these injustices for money and political alliances. It makes no sense that the, uh, the IOC would put the Olympics in China for the winters. There's so many other options for Winter Olympics. We think of a lot of the European countries. We think of the United States, Canada, um, and other parts of the world that have a more you know, cold climate. China is not known for its mountains. It's not known for its snow. People do not go there for skiing or other winter games. But yet, the IOC chose to put the Olympics 
in China, knowing that with uh, Chinese support, there was going to be a lot of uh, interest in China and Asia for these Olympics. And really, the, the decision-making was based off money and the want for money and the want for political alliances. And other institutions like the NBA, like Hollywood, like other uh, corporate um, uh, institutions in the West have aligned themselves with the Chinese government. So what does this mean for us as Christians? How should we, as Christians, respond? Should we boycott the Olympics? Should we uh, join Daniel Henninger and not watch the Olympics and turn off NBC and not watch it? That's a good question. Should we boycott the Olympics? Should we boycott the NBA, another institution, a sports institution in the United States that has cozied up and aligned themselves with the Chinese government? Even its best star, LeBron James, has called out opposition to China because he has interests in China with Nike and with movies as well. What about Hollywood movies? Should we boycott Hollywood movies and other institutions aligning with the Chinese government? You know, time and money is precious. What we do with our time and money is a powerful voice of favor or opposition. I believe American Christians need to consider more carefully what they support with their time and money. The psalmist writes in Psalms chapter 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. The Chinese government is a wicked institution who has stationed themselves as the God over their people. Any opposition to their authority is met with merciless judgment. Yet, there are several institutions that we support with our time and money that are mute towards these atrocities and without compassion for the victims of these atrocities. Maybe the more we as Christians say no to the NBA because they align with wickedness. Say no to Hollywood because they align with injustice. Say no to the Olympics because they favor the ruthless. And we stand boldly for justice and life. Our God hates injustice. He is passionately against it. Our opposition may mean we don't buy something made in China. Maybe our opposition may mean we spend more on something made somewhere else. Maybe our opposition may mean that not watching the NBA playoffs with our beloved Grizzlies. I will, I will allow the Holy Spirit to guide your conscience on this issue. But let me read this. This is what Jesus says about the impacts of our, impact of our actions. This is in Matthew 25. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations and he will separate people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for, your t- for you from the foundations of the world. For I, will, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you a drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them truly, I say to you, As you do it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. That's important thing to to, to meditate on and think through. We as followers of Christ, we are called to love and care for the least of these. 
We are not called to join and align ourselves with institutions and forces that push down and crush the least of these. We are called to be holy as God is holy. We are called to hate what God hates. We're called to have compassion for what God has compassion for. This is our calling as Christians, as God's people. And that might mean for you, for me, not watching the Winter Olympics in China. You know, I think when things, issues like this, conscience is, is, is important here. The Holy Spirit will lead you to, to make certain decisions and stand for certain things. But I think we have to just remember and, and meditate on God's word and remind ourselves is like, we want to side with what God sides with. We want to support what God supports. We want to hate what God hates and we want to love what God loves. And that may mean making tough decisions. It may be standing in opposition against things that the general public does not. And by standing for justice and standing for life, we respond and we are actually consistent with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as the world watches us, as they see your Facebook posts or your social media posts and what you stand for and what you do, it's not a simple thing, you know? It's not just a, a something we just post things and not necessarily care for what people think. We do care what people think. We, we want people to be pointed to Christ with the things that we say and what we do and what we buy and what we watch. And we have to think through these things. We have to pray through these things. And I think this is an important thing to consider. And, and so this might mean you don't watch the Winter Olympics in China. Um, I want to thank you for listening to the weekly briefing this doc, with Dr. Castro. I am Dr. Castro. And keep reading the news with Christian I. So we'll be back hopefully soon. Spring, your voice is soft like summer rain, and I cannot compete with you, Jolene.